Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And I'm John from the future. I'm interjecting here instead of the middle of the episode just to tell you that there's no music today, which makes us very sad. We would like to have music. So if you have original music or you know someone with original music that you would like to hear on our show, please reach out to us downtime at theoutlawsnetwork.com. All you have to do is send us your preferred pronunciations and pronouns, a link that we can put in the description for people to find you, as well as the actual track itself. And we we don't like putting out episodes without music, so we're going to do it as little as possible, but please, we need your music. If you have it, we need it. If you have a friend who has it, who doesn't know about us, please show them our show. Please tell them that, that we'd be happy to feature them. Thank you very much. Emily, I'm kind of a world traveler now. I know, I know. Um, We've like reversed roles and I'm very, yeah. I'm a bit salty about it if I'm if I'm being honest. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just, I'm kind of a free bird. You're a globe trotter. I'm a globe trotter. I just got my new passport in the mail. Wow. But but I can't afford to What are you going to do, do with anything. it? Uh, it's in my drawer. You're getting, you're getting married on U.S. soil. Yep. Where, what's your, what's, what's your, it sounds like you're, uh... This is my emergency plan, all right? I now have a passport. Oh, oh this is your bug out plan. Yeah, like, I'm like, I have a passport, so in case I need to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> or if I want to go to Canada of a weekend or something, I can. You know what you're I mean? Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either one of those things, it's bug out, or like, hey, let's go to Canada, and I'd be like, oh, I can't, my passport's expired. Now or... I'm like, now I'm like ready for everything. Or anything. <laughs> Up for anything. It's That's either me. I need to flee to Ecuador immediately or like mm-hmm. I just wanted to take a long weekend. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. <laughs> one, of, uh, one of those two things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But now I can't, you know, now I'm not a Debbie Downer. I can't go to your bachelorette party in Cancun yeah, because my I, passport's expired. I've Look, there are many reasons why one would not want to fly to a thing to hang out with people. I understand that. Yeah. But I have had multiple conversations with friends of mine recently where it's like, oh, I mean, like not making any specific plans. Like I'm not I'm not made of money. I can't do all these things in the quick succession. But like talking to people like, oh, we could one day like take a trip to X and X place. And people, multiple people have been like, oh, but my passport's expired or I don't have a passport. It's like, See? this is, but no, 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 not C. <laughs> it's like, this is an ethereal plan. You can get your passport. They don't want to do it. That's just <laughs> like, like they don't want to do it. That's not an you. excuse. It's not. It is. It's not that difficult. It's an, it's an appointment where you go and get your picture taken. It's not hard. We're not talking about this. Is not a planned trip that's happening in two three weeks where you're not going to have time for the turnaround. No, just go get your passport at some point. And then these plans could maybe happen one day. Like we're, you, you know, what's great about the passport thing actually is they have. I got my passport immediately after. They allow you to do the whole process online, literally the whole process. Hell yeah! I haven't done like, it since 2017. So I did I not have to send my old passport. I did not have to do anything. All I needed to do was like use the online terminal, upload a photo that they then cropped appropriately in the in the platform yeah and then they tell you whether it's going to be approved or not like literally i had my coworker um take my fo- take my passport photo with my iphone at work yeah i was like i'm getting my passport i know this is a weird thing but can you take a picture of me against this blank wall and she was like yeah and i was like cool <laughs> We did a couple shots. They made me feel a lot of feelings about myself, as all passport photos do, which made me yes. feel like they were certain to be approved. Because and you they always were not you assume photos. that if you have creative control over the picture, that it's going to turn out well. No, no, no. It's actually there's little. something magical, mystical about the passport photo. It has even to be if, terrible. Even if you have a professional photographer behind the camera, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, I remember the, my last early. my last passport photo, um, or it was a visa photo, excuse me, but it was you know passport photo rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to a like Walgreens, and I was like, yeah, I need you know the right kind of photos because this was you know four four or five years ago, and I went in, I got the photos, and they were like, I you know put a little makeup on, made sure I was showered, had my hair done. Uh, which means it was down. And then when I got there, the lady was like, look, we get this all the time and your ears have to be showing. And I was like, my 
ears have to be showing and I didn't have a what hair tie hell? on me or anything so I looked like an, a, an idiot I looked so bad because <laughs> I had my hair down but I had to tuck it behind my ears <laughs> <laughs> and it was hideous and of course there's like fluorescence in there too I mean it's not a good look ever yeah. So yeah, absolutely hit hideous. So I paid for these photos. I paid for them to be put, like printed out. And then I had a coworker who was like, you know, I have a photo printer right here in the office and I can just like take these photos for you. And she was like someone who does like digital art and stuff. So she was like, yeah, I can just crop it and print these for you and then for free. And I was like, yeah. Oh my god! And so she like did slightly better ones, but yeah, that was awful. They were like, "Your ears have to be showing," and I'm like, "I don't think that's true." And it's, it was yeah. also my it was my uh, uh, passport photo for like Ethiopia or something. <laughs> and I was like, um, "I don't think I need." Or my visa photo for Ethiopia. Yeah, I don't think I need that. And then they took their own photo anyways when I was in, in the country. Like, they were like, bring passport photos because you never know. They might not, they might need them. And you have to have them just in case for when you stand in line for 12 hours to get your visa once you get into the country. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. And I brought these photos. And then they took their own photo when I was there. <laughs> so no, we need to know what you look like right now. Three sets of terrible photos taken. Oh, God. All for the same thing. Ego and shot I ended after up, ego shot. Oh, my God. And I was wearing like this like uh, like chambray blue button down <laughs> when I was in, you know, at the government center where I was like getting these, getting my work visa. So you look Ethiopia. like a Navy recruit. <laughs> I looked like i was in lady prison like it was like because you know it was like that chambray blue button down and yeah, i was right. pissed i was pissed it was a horrible experience i was next to this um chambray like elderly i was next to this elderly man who was very ill like the whole time like he was coughing and sneezing and he was like not cool about keeping that to himself and i stayed there for hours and hours and hours and it was in pre -COVID. like pre-covid and it was like in the old soviet annex because like the like ethiopia e ethiopia was like very communist in the 70s and that's when they built right. a lot of these government buildings and so they're I said like right like very, i knew that i didn't know very, i know nothing about the historical politics of ethiopia it's like very bleak <laughs> communist arch arch architecture oh, and it was no. like me and a bunch of old Chinese businessmen all getting our work visas to be <laughs> in Ethiopia. It was very odd. It was a very odd experience. So I was mad and I look like the picture is aggressively bad. Like Taylor, it's one of Taylor's favorite photos of me. I believe he still has this visa somewhere yeah. in his desk because he really likes to look at it and laugh at me. And that's love. <laughs> you know, that's, that's true love. love. I, I made a, uh, so I've, I, I have been to several new places. I had never before this year, and it's and it's only February. Can you believe it? Before this year, I had never been to uh, England or Ireland, uh, and now I've been to both, which is very exciting. And by yeah. the end of by come April, I will have been also to. Um, I'll I'll actually be in London proper for the first time. Even though I went to England, we did not go to London, so I'll go to London. Uh, that's not a new country, but I will get to also go to um, Spain, which I've already been to once briefly, and also Morocco for the first time. So that'll be my first time on African soil, which is very, very cool. Be um, pretty dope. But so I went to I went to England. That was uh, that was very cool. We went to the Oxford area, which was uh, it's extremely cool, extremely uh, like. Lots of history there with the university and everything. We did a walking tour and learned all about that stuff. And we went to a couple of pubs. And the first thing that struck me as a person who whose life is very full of beer all the time, I, I was trying to get a sense because I've made English beer. And my understanding of English beer was that as a person who makes it, I'm expected to carbonate my English beers a little bit lower than I would my American style beers or my, my Germans or my Belgians or anything like that. English beer is supposed to be carved lower. That was my understanding. Like just the, that strictly that phrase. Mm -hmm. And I also was to understand based on like media and everything that everyone has always said about pubs in England. Was that it was going to be warm. That it was going to be warm. 
Yeah. Here's what I found out when I got my first pint of uh, a house bitter. I got I got a few milds and a few house bitters. What I found out immediately is that the warm thing is a lie. I did not. That was not part of my lived experience. I don't know what people no, are talking about with it's that. It's because like Americans drink such as a whole, not yeah. not like hipsters, but like Americans as a whole drink ice cold beer because yeah. the beer they drink is bad. Like right. they drink they want cores as cold as the Rockies because <laughs> you cannot taste things that are right. very cold. So when yeah. you want an ice cold beer, what you're saying is I want to drink this really fast so that it still tastes like water because this beer is not good. This beer is bad. This beer yeah. is not delicious and I am drinking this for the sole purpose of getting a little buzzed and watching a football game. And there's a place for that, Absolutely. for sure. There's a place for that kind of beer consumption. Um, but also, I do wish some some people would graduate a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, if um, you don't like beer, you just don't. You don't enjoy beer. If you want your you beer ice cold, you don't like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not... You're not going to enjoy this beer. Michelob yeah. doesn't taste like beer. It's not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I actually like Mick. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I... <laughs> John hates beer. You heard it here first. John hates it. He says he loves beer, but really? Like, because it's his brand. You know, it's like when politicians, like, love to smoke cigars, but they're supposed to be the everyman, so they're not allowed to smoke cigars in public, but they do it only in private. That's John. He drinks yeah. Michelob, but only in the secrecy of his basement. Yep. I can't let anyone know or I'll lose my, my brewer card. I'll lose, I'll lose my hoity-toity brewer card. Exactly. They'll revoke it. They'll rip your beard off of your face. <laughs> They're like, so, give us back, give us back our duck boots and our coveralls. You don't get to wear them anymore, <laughs> or whatever you. What do you wear? Uh, the 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 overalls. What what brand of overalls do you wear? I don't wear overalls. I just what the wear. Fuck? I just wear a ratty t shirt and some some uh, work pants that I bought at Costco, and then okay. my boots. Uh, my my steel toed your wellies. Uh, my wellies, exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, I know uh, things. There is a steel toe in there, though, which is necessary. Do not work in a brewery without a steel toe. You're you're, you're asking for bad stuff. Um, well, they do so, make um, Crocs that are steel stop. toe. Stop. They do. <laughs> they do. I, I'm just. I'm here gonna to tell get you. a pair and I'm gonna wear them to work, and it's gonna I'm be incredible. Trying to give you good information that will help you in your life. Okay? That's, that's all what, I that's want what? for my birthday this year. Good information. And steel-toed Crocs. <laughs> oh, okay. That's easy enough to accommodate. And the fur-lined ones. The fur-lined no. Crocs. I want Why those. Why do you want them? I Where's want socks? to talk about the English beer that I had. <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk about the English beer and not your really questionable footwear choices. English beer is not that warm. I don't. I did not notice a temperature difference. So I don't know what everyone's talking about. I mean, we just talked about what they're talking about. Yeah. I get that. But it, as a person growing up in America, having never tried it, having never had access to the English beer that people were talking about, what they mean is it's like eight degrees warmer, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's like probably 40 degrees as opposed to your average 32 degrees that you're going to get at like a regular bar in America. It's mm -hmm. not warm. They call people call it warm. It's not warm. It's, it is oh very God. much cold still. So that was one thing that struck me. The other thing that struck me, it's not carbonated at all. At all. It's like flat. It's flat. Fully flat. Wow. The only, like, the head that you get on the beer is from just the percolation of this fermented beverage hitting the bottom of the glass as it is poured very vigorously out of, like, like a hand-cranked cask. Like, there's a literal uh, cask. It's not a regular, it's not a keg that we normally use in the States. It is uh -huh. a, it's a different classification of cask. All of these things are casks, technically. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just different sizes and styles and they're literally using like 
a mixture of physical pressure that they are exerting. Like I was at a pub where the, it was a bunch of the, uh, it was just a bunch of people behind the bar who and you, you see them all like putting their full body weight <laughs> into pulling these cask handles down. And so it's a mixture of physical as well as uh, a gas mixture that is being used to help uh, push through. So, and I think that is also to accentuate the head a little bit because again, it's not carbonated, which was That's so buck wild to me. It, yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. And w- the other thing that I found out on a brewery tour that we took, it was a, a, a brewery called Hook Norton. Beers are very good. Uh, again, flat. So I don't, I, I mean, <laughs> if it you was don't different. want that. It's a, a it different was different. Beverage. Very yeah. different. Um, what I learned there as an offhand thing, it was not like a part of the tour, but based on a question somebody asked, they, they mentioned this offhandedly that beer in England is taxed by ABV. So the higher the alcohol percentage is of the beverage that they're selling, the more that they're going to get taxed on it, which is why it's super weird. But the other thing I noticed when I was in all these pubs is that like the highest ABV thing that you can get in an English pub is like 5%. And they go as low as like 2.8 or 2.5. So that's why they can sit in the pub all day. Exactly. And this make, it makes so much sense when you think about like what we've learned about the drinking culture in these different places is that they yeah. drink a shit ton all day, every day. And it's because they have to, to feel buzzed at all. And it makes That's sense hilarious. as to why they don't carbonate it at all. Because why would you, it's only going to make it harder to drink. Oh my God. That's so funny. We got to slam these as fast as possible. If we yeah. want to get even a little drunk. Like I have to drink a yard of beer just to get through my work day. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, me too. But <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's it's great. Super, it sounds like you're weird. you're getting cultured. You know, that's, I I'm that's learning a you. lot, which is very fun. I also went to uh, I went to Ireland and I I went to Guinness, and that's basically people joke about it. It's really all you can get in Ireland. <laughs> Guinness is everywhere and basically nothing else. But I, I will, thought you uh, could get like Smittix and Carl's. Bergen. Yes, you, you can get Smittix. I did have a Smittix. That was actually the first beer that on I like Smittix. Smittix is yeah. good. For those who I don't get know, it when I'm it's, at it's spelled here. Smithwicks, but it's Smittix. Don't make that mistake. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. it's, don't, a, it's a red Don't ale. do that. Yeah, it's, like it's the, delicious. The classic, I, I like it. The, the premier red ale that you'll find. Yeah. I find it to be lovely. I get it whenever I'm at an Irish pub. Is that's or I get um, Guinness. But if I'm not feeling like Guinness, that's what I get as Smittix. Yeah, and I that a was a recommendation other... from a friend from... of mine who studied abroad in um, Ireland for uh, I think a summer. But she came nice. back and she was like, "I am a Galway girl." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> Good for you." I've seen every every shade, every one of the forty shades of green. Okay, calm down. She had a great time and told me about Smittix and how to pronounce it. So now I'll never make fun of myself. Uh, yeah, I have a whole rant about Guinness that I could get into, uh, but I'll save it for next week. Well, is yeah, John's, this is not John's foreign beer corner. This is not a Guinness podcast. We had fun without you. I'm glad you're back, by the way. There was some concern you. that you would not be back because of certain yeah. promises that were made. Right, right, right. Yeah, I forgot that this is. Uh, well, well, so you took a hiatus. You took a break. Yeah. We talked about you. Okay. I um, didn't I admittedly didn't listen to the episode. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. We talked about you and we said that you may or may not be back. We weren't sure. Okay. Um and we brainstormed what downtime could become uh with the same name. Uh but if if I'm recalling correctly, we did get off that topic and we actually didn't come up with anything that downtime could be except for what it is. So I'm glad well, you're back. So my the first thing that comes to mind for me since well, I mean, if we're if we're staying true to our promise which was that if Philly loses the Super Bowl, then we hand over the podcast and we never do it again. Yeah. If but we did already that, do it again. <laughs> and we just, well, shush. Maybe we didn't. No, that was pre-recorded. What are you talking about? It was it was pre-recorded. Shut up, Emily. Just go, just go with it. Okay, okay. I'm going with that. I'm going with that. I'm sorry. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably an actress. I don't. Uh, anyway. Go. <laughs> 
if we're trying to figure out a new thing, a new podcast to just keep the same name for like for ease of use, right? For for yeah. convenience sake, use the same name, but it's all in all a different podcast. We, I feel the first like thing it- that comes to mind is that we've been competing with another downtime podcast for a while. I don't know Have if you we? know this. No, <laughs> there is a podcast that's all about uh, mountain biking. That's called Downtime. There's another podcast called Downtime. That's there's another podcast called Downtime. It's for mountain biking, and and it's that that's like one of the first thing that comes up when you search Downtime podcast. No, no, I didn't know this. How long have they been around? (laughs) I have no idea. I have not listened to it. I haven't looked into it. I'm sure they're fine people, lovely bikers, uh, very fit, very beautiful people. I imagine, Uh, but so are we. Of course, of course. I've both. been talking about how beautiful I am for six <laughs> both, years. Both fit and I've beautiful. Only gotten hotter. So we can just kind of cop their flavor. We'll we'll have to we'll have to maybe get some bikes to the top of a mountain just to feel what real downtime is like. Yeah. But uh, th- that's that's the first idea that comes to my mind is to just we've been sort of half copping their flavor for a while now. We might as well go all in. Here's my proposal. Yeah. A jazz podcast. Podcast all about jazz. As opposed to like uptime, like it's not fast, it's slow. Yeah, like smooth jazz. Okay, sure. Downtime with John and Emily. Downtime with John and Emily. And it's just all like a smooth jazz. Like here's the beats that are making us, you know... That are 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 filling our buckets today, you know, or yeah. some something more soulful than bucket filling. I think bucket filling is a preschool term. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's something preschool teachers teach preschoolers nowadays. They're like, uh, "You're not being a bucket filler," and I don't really know what, what means. the fuck? you're not filling your bucket. I don't know. You're not pulling your preschool. weight in this society. You need to yeah. learn to be a productive uh, member of society. You have to be actively doing labor. Are you be being a bucket in this filler or not a bucket filler? I got to ask my friends with Are uh, you with you children. 5-year-olds? Are you going to be fucking freeloaders or are you going to la- work? Are you going to be a dirty layabout? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am actually a dirty layabout. I've done nothing today and I am unshowered. So that yeah. is me. Um and I'm you know what? I'm fucking happy about it. Screw I, screw productivity. You know what's fucked up? I am. I would absolutely be considered a a highly productive member of society. But what I do is like I think by the standards of the people in power in the United States would consider me a productive member of society because I make a product that is highly sellable and, and you're salt that, of the earth. You know, sure. Not one of these metro DC elites. Yeah, <laughs> these by inner all beltway. Counts, I am a drag on society by all counts. There's a, there's no question about that. I make money making an addictive substance that kills people regularly. Oh yeah, like there. But that that's that's the fucked up dichotomy. There is like and and don't worry, it drags on me every single day. Really? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's something like, I think about. Who are you all the feeding? Time. You're just feeding millennials who want to take their dogs with them drinking. Honestly, and babies. like how bad. How bad is that? You know, yeah. like no, I, I'm not like I'm not considering quitting for that re- or any like. I, I want to really, go to a bar I where I can making beer, but it, it is. I want to go to a bar where I can take my facts, baby. You know, you, know? Exactly. you can't take your baby into a dive bar, but you can take your baby to a brewery. That's true. It's a baby friendly place. It's normal. It's a baby friendly place. No variance in terms of what's happening there or what or anything about it. Yes, Just, there is liquor. That's true. And you can't and you can't get food. Yeah. Well, that's not true. In the state of Virginia at least, that's not necessarily true. Well, actually no, you can be a brew, you can be a pub. Uh you can be a uh what do they call it? A brew pub or something. There's like a yeah. legitimate classification for some place that serves only their own alcohol and uh and they're allowed to do that legally in the state of Virginia without serving food as long as they're only serving their own alcohol that they make in-house. If you have any mixed drinks or anything, if you have like wine that you don't make or any liquor that comes out of bottles that you don't make, you cannot sell it if you're not serving food as well. 
unbelievable. It's very, it's very weird. Very weird. It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah, you have to like make like fifty. If you sell food and booze, you have to make like fifty percent of your income from yeah, food or something. It's something. Yeah, weird. I don't know. It's very puritanical confusing. restrictions on on stuff. Yeah. They, it all exists. I mean, it exists everywhere. Every every state's got their own special flavor of of this. And then you know, and then some states you can get booze in a drive through. So true. Anyway, what are we talking about today, John? How to get naked? How to get naked? So I brought <laughs> this to you. Yes, I brought this to you, John. And I was very I, excited. You said it immediately. I was like, "That's great! What a great idea!" I have no idea how what the fuck we're going to talk about. Seems pretty yeah. straightforward to me, but I'm excited. Let's, fi- let's figure it out. So, like, here's the deal: I get naked. <laughs> we're we're going to crack this I get, nut. I get I get naked almost every single day, and yeah, uh, very few days form. throughout the year where I don't end up naked, at least for a short period. Uh, yeah, at least a little naked. Have I been naked today? No, I, I woke up. I today. quite literally woke up like this. <laughs> <laughs> in in basically every way, shape, and form, I woke up like this. Yeah, I did. I have not even brushed my teeth today. Um, <laughs> we are recording this in the morning. It I, is morning like, time. It is still the a.m. Don't I'm, shut up, everyone. Shut up. And it's and it's a goddamn Saturday, and that's my right as an American. I'm in my home. <laughs> and I have not showered and I have not brushed my teeth and I have not changed my clothes and I'm allowed to. Right? <laughs> I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be made to feel guilty about my current swampy state, okay? It's just the way it is. Um, no, I am saying this because I actually have to become a whole different person um a few hours from now because I am do- participating in a uh, boudoir photo shoot uh i as we have talked about many times before i'm engaged getting married to a lovely gentleman yes uh who we have heard from recently on the last episode who will bring honor to our family once our our families are intertwined he will make me uh an honest woman (laughs) (laughs) um no there was a and anyways, I'm doing a boudoir shoot as a gift for him. He knows about it because it was going to be a surprise. And then I got really overwhelmed by the amount of things I had to do to prepare, <laughs> like to prepare the house to look pretty enough to be photographed in and stuff. And yeah. I was like, wow, I really, uh, this really snuck up on me. I thought I would have more time. I thought I'd have more money. And so I was like, you know what? I need an ally. And all of my friend allies who I was like, hey, do you want to come get naked with me in my house? They were like, we would love to, but everyone I know is out of town this weekend. Like everyone <laughs> who I would be comfortable with, like, cause you know, they, t- they tell you like maybe have and a, a buddy. Few, a few squeamish friends made plans to be out of town as yeah. soon as the offer was presented. They were like, no, I only have presented it to two friends cause there's only two friends I really have in town that I would want to, you know, I feel comfortable with doing this or that they would make me feel more comfortable. Right. right. It's not that, yeah, yeah. it's not that I would be uncomfortable, but it's also like, why am I here? You know what I mean? There's a few friends that I'm like, there's there's some people that I think would make the process a little more comfortable and those people sure. I reached out to then they are out of town so I'm like oh great I'm literally alone and uh, I needed backup so I was like hey Taylor this is happening he actually guessed he fully yeah. guessed like I was like you know I've got this thing going on I've told you it's on the calendar like Taylor don't leave the house or uh, leave the house be out of the house at this time this day and he was like great and he was apparently thinking about it when he was doing yard work the other day yeah and was like what can't i be in the house for and he was just like she's doing a boudoir shoot that's the most fucking taylor guess in the world like yeah by all counts that would never be correct yeah what, Except the, what for the a facts. weird fucking thing first of all what a weird fucking thing that you're doing i i think it's great it's a it's an incredible idea i think it's going to be a very good gift it's a it's very super common fucking weird <laughs> it's I've very never common heard of anyone doing it it's it I, is it, okay so 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 sam did it's, it's safe to say sam did not do this for you <laughs> i will neither confirm nor deny well you said it was weird so yeah. obviously that did not happen um, but it's not but like now are people going to judge me if I don't have boudoir photos of my I, wife. No, no, no one's going to judge you. <laughs> it's just that like, it is a common thing. Like it, it was something yeah. that I, was brought to my attention. I don't know, some blog or whatever that, and like a lot of photographers 
do boudoir as well and they say like consider getting uh, as a part of your package you know you get the engagement photo shoot you get the you you can get uh, an extra day of shooting you get eight hours for your wedding day and you can tack on and as an additional thing you can tack on a boudoir shoot with some of these wedding photographers Um, I just went to a different independent photographer from because my photographer lives in puerto rico Uh, and i did not fly her in for this i'd be like hey (laughs) i'm gonna fly you to uh richmond virginia so that you can photograph me naked that would be great you Um, get to go from i'm giving i'm presenting you this spectacular opportunity to go mm -hmm. from 85 degree weather year round to wintertime richmond virginia to take photos of me naked (laughs) yeah in bad light yeah let's do it let's do it yeah that was like it's cloudy today and so the photographer actually already texted me this morning and she was like hey i just want you to know that like it's cloudy does that change anything because it's always so weather dependent i'm like "Eh, i don't think it changes anything let's just do it you know um but yeah so i am going to be and i say naked I told Taylor because he was all excited. The reason Taylor was able to guess it is because this is a gift for Taylor, which means it should be something that he would like. And of course, he <laughs> he's the kind of person that I would be very into this kind of thing, which yes. is why I chose to do it. it which no, is it's why a very he, good idea. Yeah. Which is why he was able to guess it so well, because <laughs> it is something that he would like, you know, and I think he about is, that when I give people most, gifts. Like, <laughs> He's one of the most old school people that I know in a non-problematic way. Yeah. He it's just very, likes. He's a very odd, interesting man. <laughs> That's what I like in a person, turns out. I like them to be a little, a little pervy and pretty fucking weird. I don't know. So he's just a little pervy. We're a little pervy. Everyone's you know? a little pervy. Most people are just too squeamish to talk about how pervy they are. Yeah, and he's like, no, I want to see you in lingerie, like not like or like he likes pinup. Sure, you know pinup style. Absolutely. Um, I am not doing that. Um, everyone looks great in pinup. Uh, I feel there's like pinup takes a lot person. of effort. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the major. Yeah, I was like, I really don't want to do victory rolls today. I know how to do them, but yeah, I don't want to. It seems like so much. We did so many 40s plays in high school. I know how to do yeah, pin curls true. and victory rolls. Like, I know how to do it. I just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. I did have to tell him because he was getting very excited about the whole thing. He's like, oh, this is going to be so great. This is so awesome. I can't believe you're doing this. This is so wonderful. <laughs> and I was like, I have to really be clear. This is not porn. You know this right. isn't porn, right? <laughs> To which he sort of responded, like, porn can be whatever you want it to be. Which is literally (laughs) what I was about to say. (laughs) Which, of course, is what he said. But, like, I'm not getting fully naked, like, you know, I I don't, I'm not having her film me, you know, go to town on myself or anything. (laughs) This is is not a very upscale jumpstart to an OnlyFans career. Yeah, no, I'm just making, you know, just intimate photos for my, you know, uh, spouse to be. I feel like yeah. that's a nice thing. Like I said, I see it all the time. Like on Instagram, they even sometimes they'll do like a shoot of <laughs> uh, like in the uh, what's it called? The first look. They'll often yeah. like give gifts to each other. Right. The bride and groom. They'll yes. do gifts. Did you all do gifts at that point? To, for the photographer no, like letter like letters sometimes there's letters that so they'll actually, read to each other we did do letters uh but mm-hmm. we haven't exchanged them <laughs> lol that's hilarious we, we had i mean there were so many other things happening that day yeah. and i think we just i think we forgot to we wrote them we both wrote them and i think we forgot to assign somebody the role of exchanging them for us so yeah I, we have them still. Neither of us have opened each other. So we're trying to think of like, is that a cute like first anniversary thing? Do we wait Probably. until like a 10th anniversary and read it then? Like how special is this? Is this time capsule, you know? Y'all are going to have to like, because you haven't told each other what's in the letters. You probably don't even remember. No, I don't. <laughs> like, it, so I remember like, it was not a too joke. too much hype? It was not a jokey joke because that would be fucking no, hilarious. Sure. If, no. I, if we waited 10 years <laughs> to open these letters, it was just like... Like uh, ah. <laughs> I really, I really like when you make tacos, Illy. Bye. <laughs> I've totally, like, honestly, there's a lot of pressure on this letter, and I'm freaking out. So I love you, and I'll see you later. <laughs> 
honestly, I don't know if I'll make it to the altar. Uh, maybe I'll see you. <laughs> we actually wrote these side by side, and uh, yep, you're still writing. You're still writing, so I'm gonna keep writing. <laughs> I, I feel like I need. You're actually you writing haven't... a lot. You're using really small lettering too, and it's very. It's giving me anxiety. It's cramped, and uh, I'm just gonna keep going. Like just total stream of consciousness. We'll see what comes out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So no, I, in those exchanges, I've seen yeah. people like often like give a book, uh, which is a surprise and it's a boudoir like photo album. Like I said, I could not handle this being a surprise because I am not organized enough and I had no accomplices. Surprises <laughs> so, take a lot of organization. They do. I actually, I told Taylor I'm getting, I don't want to get a, um, a reputation for spoiling surprises because I can make something a surprise and I can make something a secret, but also not everything has to be a secret to be a good present. Yeah, absolutely. So this is not a secret. I needed his help hanging curtains in the bedroom today. And it was just like, I wanted to have the bedroom painted before we did this. And we just ran out of time and funds because of a whole situation where um, a ton of a literal ton of dirt was delivered to us and yes. it was delivered to because of the size of the truck they used it had to be delivered to the street in front of my house because i do not have a front yard and so on thursday we were supposed to paint the bedroom and instead on thursday we had to put out the bat signal to everyone we knew that was local to help us move a literal ton of dirt to our backyard <laughs> So obviously we did not feel like painting the bedroom after that. Yeah, no. I don't think painting a bedroom and moving a ton of dirt in one day is is maybe I feel like and that working. would be a violation of some sort of union law. We both worked full 8-hour days that day as well. <laughs> Jesus. Like I came home from work, changed out of my work clothes, put on boots and got got in the dirt and started moving a lot of dirt and then and then I was and like, that's, yeah, look, that's a whole other type of photo shoot. Yeah. I mean, that also would be a photo shoot that I would I would do, you know, because then I wouldn't have to be showered like I have to moving, be now. Moving dirt in, in boots and lingerie. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I don't know about the lingerie part. You get dirt. That's a thing. I think about, somebody, you think about it with like. Somebody would be into it. Again, re our previous conversation. Uh, Taylor would be into it. Somebody <laughs> being Taylor. Uh, like, he's just a fan. You know, like, <laughs> look, you would you would hope that your spouse is your biggest fan. He's a big fan. Like out of anybody who <laughs> look out of all people, you would hope that the if there's only one person that wants to see you naked in every context, you would hope that that's the person who also wants to marry you. You really do. And also that you want to marry because I'm sure there's other people out there that yeah. probably do would look at that. Like, I'll take a peek, you know, or. <laughs> Or, like, I'd stalk that, sure, but, like, <laughs> I'm glad that he also is likable to me. Like, I yes. also love him. No, that's, that's important. It's a big bonus that he is really into me and also that I am into him, and so it's not weird. It's just, yeah. hopefully, uh, years of happy marriage, you know? We'll see. Yeah. Maybe if I keep the, the sexy photos co- coming. Here's the thing. I feel like now you have to... You you can't let those those photos. I think you can keep them for you if you want them. But I think every year you have to redo the shoot exactly as it is. Same lingerie, but every that year, won't so that, that won't so be a the, problem. So the <laughs> <I> photos. Can... <laughs> I'm not buying new lingerie. What are you talking I actually about? did Shit's not expensive. buy. I expected to buy a new lingerie for this. I did not. <laughs> I was like, well, we're gonna go with the old classics because I don't have time. I don't have any time. Yeah. I know how people you, do things. You can't let him get used to going back to those photos and seeing you at one age. The photos have to age with you, Dorian Gray style. So well, what that's I'm sort saying, of... you have to you have to take the same exact <laughs> photo shoot every single year and secretly replace them and in wait, the photo in, album. In the photo album. Oh my god! I was just gonna have one printed. No. Oh Sorry. my god. <laughs> well, the thing about it is the kind of the point of the boudoir shoot, from what I have read is that you know a lot of women get really ready for getting married like the the wedding not getting married like being married Mm -hmm. but like the wedding by you know taking better care of their skin losing a little bit of weight whitening their teeth and they're like hey this should be memorialized yeah (laughs) and so a lot of women do it because they're like my body looks really good right now and maybe i'm planning on i don't know 
having a bunch of babies or like aging <laughs> later. Yeah. I'm planning on aging, you know, so might as well capture things how they look now. Um, sounds kinda... like sounds like a, a byproduct of some gross patriarchal oh, yeah. shit. It's but, totally gross. But go it's off. Totally gross. That's why I'm like, eh. I was like, yeah, let's just do it whenever because they're like, oh, you know, all these blogs, they're very upsetting. They'll be like, oh, make sure you do it like right before the wedding because, you know, you'll look your best then and then Jesus you'll do Christ. it. I'm like, I don't know. I picked First like of all, a very. You don't know me. The photographer that I have, she also did an, our engagement photo. She did a wonderful job. But her whole deal is, like, inclusivity in in all. Like, she yeah. really focuses. She caters mostly to the LGBTQ community here in Richmond. Nice. And also um, photographs a lot of boudoir. But it's a lot of just, like, plus-size boudoir, inclusive boudoir. She does a lot of affirming photo shoots. So she'll yeah. do a lot of photo That's shoots with, with transgender people. Um and all this other stuff. So I was like, yeah, I That's feel pretty sick. confident that it's going to be a style. Which, by the way, I don't know if people know nice. this, but like Richmond, as a R Richmond, Virginia, the the old capital of the Confederacy, of the Confederacy yeah. uh, is like a a queer stronghold now. It really <laughs> there are, is. Like, there are queers everywhere. <laughs> yes, literally, it's like Richmond. Richmond's an incredible place, and actually, yeah. we've gotten messages from people in our lives, both Taylor and I, like, "Hey, I am moving because where I currently live does no longer feel safe to be queer, and I'm yeah. moving to Richmond, yeah, um, with my partner, and like, you know, do you want to get a beer or whatever? Because so many people are moving here because it's a good place to be, and unfortunately, Hell our governor yeah. is trying to make it a very bad place to be, yeah." Um, so not great, but we have a lot of really engaged people in Richmond. Like t really good grassroots organizing goes on here. So damn straight, hell yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I I just I feel like that's yeah. important that people. No, know it's cool. <laughs> yeah, people should know that Richmond is a really cool place and it's a really neat city and it's very funny because like so many people are like, "What's in Richmond?" You know, but then a lot of people have heard about it. Yeah. Because we have a lot of craft beer, we have a lot of gay people, and we have uh we had a really uh we had a hundred days of straight protesting in twenty twenty. Yeah, so it was a, we a were big, a big spot for the uh, the Black Lives Matter protests in 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So pretty cool place. But yeah, I'm gonna get naked in front of someone today. <laughs> but like, like I said, not fully. Maybe top. Maybe top only. I don't know. I still haven't decided. I probably should have decided. I think. I think you just w just see where the where the night goes. You just see where the, yeah. where the shoot go, right. Like you're. It's gonna be a collaboration with with you and the and the artist behind the camera. And you'll sort of you'll see where the lights coming in. You'll see what you'll you'll come up with creative ideas on the fly. I imagine. Yeah. It, it'll be fine. It'll be, yeah, it's a back and forth. It's a, you know, creative endeavor. Yeah. We do that all the time. You know, Absolutely. it's just, vis it's, ju it's a visual medium. It's just medium. like jazz. <laughs> it's just like jazz, which would be great. You know, like, <laughs> did it, like I can't scat. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come in <laughs> we see this would be a great jazz podcast this, this would be a great you. jazz podcast yeah, it'd yeah. be a great jazz podcast <laughs> yeah there we go with the bass yeah very good very good my dog noticed that it got awkward in here for a minute and she's trying to come break up the tension <laughs> It's like I just I heard I heard weird fake jazz noises. There's a lot of weird energy. It's gotta energy. stop. It's, so, got, like, it's gotta stop. I am trying to lick myself right now, and y'all are making it really hard. <laughs> See, Nori gets it. Y'all are Nori understands are bumming the point me of out. The, the episode today. Hey, hey, don't lick yourself. I'm sorry, my she got spayed two days ago, so Aww. she's she's not supposed to be licking herself. How's she doing? At all. Is she okay? Oh, she has no idea that she is injured. Like, she has no idea. She has jumped two baby gates yeah. since being spayed. The, like, just pulling stitches left and right. Like, fully, fully trying to kill me and herself. Like, she's trying to make me die of anxiety, and she is trying to kill this herself. This is in contrast with Tugboat, who had just a bear of a time after being spayed. Well, she cried for 24 hours straight. Yeah, that's what I remember. But... 
then she was such a high energy dog that she also forgot immediately. They forget like the the worst part about it yeah. for them is the anesthesia, which makes them nauseous. Um, uh, and so Nori was like it's a little sad, but she was like totally yeah. quiet. She was like, hey, I'm just going to sleep in my corner if that's OK with you guys. Hi. Yeah, I'm not feeling my best. so I'm just going to sleep. And I'm like, I'm oh, okay, that's cool. If you if you say the word food or if I smell food, I will run at you. But oh, for yeah, now, I'm just going to hang out in my corner. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They were like, she may not be hungry the night after the surgery. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll believe it when um, I see it. Yeah, <laughs> the she's hungriest still... dog I've ever seen. Yeah, she was not not off her food for a single second. Like, yeah. she was like, thank God. The worst part about this was that I couldn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. And then Tugboat also um, was so high energy and could not be exercised that she ended up running into a, a wall. In my apartment and denting oh the wall. Like she had to be fully put on Trazodone for 10 days, I believe, or like 14 days. Like I remember calling the vet and being like, do I have to finish this out? Because my dog has been drugged for like 10 days. And they're like, yeah. look, Tugboat is extremely high energy and we've never seen a dog that is need to be needed to be tranquilized like this <laughs> after being spayed. Like they were like, normally we only have to do this with kittens. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> and they were like yeah tugboat really needs to be and i like then i told them i was like well does nori need to be on tranquilizers and they're like no and now i'm seeing her jump over gates like <laughs> and i'm like i told you she would need tranquilizers and you didn't believe me and it's yeah. not like i'm someone who wants to trank my dogs like i hate it it's horrible but i also don't want them to rip their tummies open yeah anyways it's been stressed i hate spaying them it's the worst part like Dog yeah. ownership is great, but getting them fixed is horrible, and it's just like something that has to be done. So it's like necessary. Yeah. It is necessary. It's also the law. Um, in Richmond, your dog has to be neutered. Really? Yeah. Wait. I think you can get special. You can get special dispensation if you're um, like a breeder, and there's no way to enforce it at all. No, the, absolutely not. No one it would is, ever do that. It is like a leash law. It's like, but worse. Because there's yeah. no way to enforce this. There's so many intact animals around. Like, it's ridiculous. But it is That's a not a good... You got to come up with a different word. <laughs> that makes it seem like you're broken if you if you get it done. I mean... But but we're, you're supposed to get it done. Yeah, you are supposed to get it done. It's the law. There you go. It's the law. It's so. the law. Don't come for me. Weird. Some laws are stupid and bad. This that's That's a good law. That's a good law. It, it does. It helps improve their overall health and temperament and happiness. And also, she was bleeding all over my floor. I can't have that, you know? Yeah. Prior That's what to I'm, paid. I'm concerned about my property. <laughs> Look, it's really the couch. <laughs> anyway, I got to go get ready. I got to do some primping. I'm going to do a whole lot of shaving. That's going to take like two hours. <laughs> so I got to I gotta get gonna this. Go grab the weed whacker. I gotta go get this show on the road. <laughs> oh my god, my armpits are so hair. I was kind of thinking of keeping them. It's sort of my thing. You're you're th that's gonna be your signature. I mean, it's been. I'm telling you that it is my signature because I do not shave my armpits. So wouldn't yeah. it be unrealistic if I had shaved armpits for this? Well, it depends on if you if you're if this is a liberating thing or if you're going back with those blogs. If what you're in blogs? blog mindset, the blogs that you're reading, the gross patriarchy blogs. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't really read those blogs. I just wanted to make sure this was like kind of normal. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no. Look, it's going to be fine. All right. Because <laughs> I am objectively sexy. I don't even have to shave if I want to. I don't have to put makeup on. No. But look, you're, here's the thing. I'm also, you're to. paying for these pictures. That's the thing. You, you can look however the fuck you want, I, as far as I'm it's concerned. True. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but anyways, I do have to get this show on the road because I All am right. going to be getting naked or at least partially naked. So this has been very fun. It's been fun talking about it with my and brother. I, and <laughs> I will I will also get naked. There you go. At some point. I, I need to shower desperately, actually, so I will get naked. And yeah. if you're listening to this, you get naked, too. Be naked well, Everyone today. get naked. There's Being naked is good for you. Up. It feels good. There's a day coming up called Naked Gardening Day, and I have not participated before, but I'm going to this year. I'm very excited. Hell yeah. It's not with people. It's just like on your own. Yeah, but yeah. I have a privacy fence. So. But it's just it's just fun. It's just fun These to know guys that there's, there's just, other people naked gardening at the same time. Yeah. They built this house two doors down with 
but they like put an addition on it and the addition has like the main bedroom you with a window that fence. looks directly into my backyard horrible <coughs> so i did get naked in my backyard once and then i remembered <laughs> that this window looks there <laughs> oh <oops>. and <laughs> and they were showing that house oh my um, god <laughs> and the and the price went way up the price <laughs> they was got very high. They got offers way o- above asking. See, yes, because they're like, there's this crazy naked gardener who doesn't want them as your neighbor. Right. Also, those people like everyone got to see. We're like crazy gardeners. I know everyone thinks we're actually insane because every single one of our neighbors saw us, of course, throughout the day shoveling a massive amount of dirt, and they're just like, what? What, what are you happening? doing? Like, why? Why? You know? They were just... I, there's another pod... Again, I think this is a, a, a... We were talking about somebody else's podcast where they were talking about us uh, a couple... Uh, two weeks ago. There's, there's Somebody else has a podcast. It's one of your neighbors has a podcast. And they were like, it was so weird. They were pulling dirt from their front. They got a ton of dirt, seemingly yeah. for no reason, de- delivered to their front of their house. And they were moving it to the backyard and then getting naked. It was, there was... The weirdest neighbors I've ever had. They're perfectly lovely. Um, I've never had a, a, a verbal altercation with them. Super weird. Dirt fetish, I think. Interesting. Super weird. They're weird. <laughs> we don't really talk to them. Yeah. Um, she gave me some salsa once. That was pretty good. Garden's looking great. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right. You, I am going to sign You take off. that to mean whatever you want to. <laughs> I'm not here to, you know confirm or deny anything your your head cannon oh. is your head cannon <laughs> all right i think we've done it uh they uh we have a couple of people to thank i would like to thank ethan gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme you can find more work from ethan at somepointsound.com or on social media at some point sound Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, go to her Instagram at NMS underscore creative or her website, NatalieSpitzel.com. Check out uh, the other stuff on the Outlaws Network. There's going to be a link in the description down below. That's going to take you to everything Outlaws, including our sister podcast, The Bloody Stream. You can find them at TheBloodyStream.com or on social media at BloodyStreamPod. All right, that's going to be it from us. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Anti-pubic hair people. Have pubic hair. It's good. It's good stuff. Keep keep that button hot. Oh.